All right, everyone, before we kick off today's episode, we have to introduce our incredible sponsor, Champions Round. Whether you're already a fantasy player or you're just trying to become one, competing with friends doesn't stop at the final whistle. Neither should your fantasy league. Champions Round is building the arena where your favorite sports and athletes are always in play. They're the only round-based fantasy sports game, and better yet, they break up the season into small chunks so you have even more chances to draft your perfect team and, of course, more chances to win. You could do your mock drafts, play with friends, family, or even us, your draft queens. So run, don't walk, to download the Champions Round app on the App Store to play today. What's up, everybody? It's your draft queens, Kate and Michelle. And tonight, one of us is a loser and one of us is a winner. So, Michelle, as the winner of this week's, I guess, fantasy and playoff picture and actually making it into the playoffs, let's just get into it. How do you feel? Congratulations. You know, it feels good, but it feels even more stressful than it did last week, I think. The playoffs bring a whole new set of pressure and stress. So, okay. The reason I'm kicking off and not even starting with niceties and we're going directly into the playoff picture is because, A, it's unavoidable. We're in week 14. And, B, I just want to hear, like, how we got here. Like, we, between you and I and between this league – we were very close to not making the playoffs. With that said, you have made it to the playoffs. So how did you get here? How do you feel? What do you, what's going on in your head? Are you celebrating? like, Or are you resetting and trying to recalibrate? Okay, that's a loaded question um, and a lot of them to answer all at one time. First, <laughs> first of all, I'm very happy to make the playoffs. Last week when we recorded, I was in fifth place. I needed, I technically didn't need to win this week. Like, but I, it would have been the icing on the cake to make sure I was in, in the playoffs. Um, I was playing our first place player, our first place, you know, the first place guy in the league. And I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta pull this off. So I have a good spot and I'm in the playoffs. Halfway through Sunday, not doing so hot. I'm like, I'm not, it it was close, but I'm like, I'm not doing so hot. Okay. How do I start? And we know I'm not good at math. So I'm like, what if I lose? If I lose, do I still have a chance? And I'm trying to figure it out right. with like some trigonometry. I can't figure it out. I'm like, fuck it. I, I I just, I hope I make it. I go to bed. What was it? I guess they played till friggin' Tuesday last week. So yep. went, went to bed Tuesday night, hoping, wishing, fingers crossed, all that good stuff. Woke up Wednesday morning and had a big fat eight next to my name. And I was like, whew, just barely, barely made it. But... I felt good about it. I did a little celebration. Then I went to the bracket to see who I was playing. Guess what? I'm playing the number one seed again. So I basically have the same matchup as I had last week. So I just got to get smart and correct any errors I made last week. And, you know, it starts tonight. Thursday Night Football. I got got guys playing tonight. It starts tonight. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, here is the kicker is like not literal kicker like figurative kicker but here's the kicker is um we can start to collude now because i am now the winner of the losers bracket i'm the number one seed (laughs) you're still a winner in our hearts kate thank you so much i mean between sitting i say this every week i say this every week 
but there's just no like Mark Andrews and okay. Adam Thielen. Okay, if I can't, listen. Yes, there go. is no crystal go. ball, go. Go. but go. you but no. you made a very bad decision last week in, in 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 like the most key time, and you bet against your own Tennessee Titan. What were I know. you thinking? It, it was it was my demise. I sat Corey Davis. I, I knew I knew it. Here's the thing. I was setting my lineup ten minutes before I balked. And I switched. That's the and worst. Was, you can't do that. I do that. It was I the do wrong that all choice. the time. It's terrible. I tinkered. I tinkered. Mm-hmm. I tinkered. I, I I did it. I'm sorry. I'm owning it. <laughs> that being said, luckily, like the only thing that stings less is, and this was a um, this was a misstep on my part in terms of informing everyone else last week. But I was like preaching for Justin Herbert to play last week. I was like, play him, play him, play him. Start him, start him, start him. Don't sit him. Don't sit him. He had four points. Like I was a goner against Ugh. the the. I played the. You played the number one seed. I played the number two seed. He had Patrick Mahomes. I got Ugh. smoked. Yeah, I got smoked. Ugh. It's rough. It's rough. But I'm I'm taking a look at it now. I'm feeling confident. You know. <clears throat> so the guy that I'm playing had. <clears throat> excuse me. He had Dak. So that was a big loss. And now he's he's got Dalton. I think he also had Joe Burrows at some point. So he doesn't have that. So he's not super strong in the quarterback position. Whereas I have Deshaun Watson, who's been just lighting it up any way that he possibly can. So I feel good about that, knowing like all our bonuses and all that shit that we get. Like, I feel good about having Deshaun mm-hmm. at the helm. Um, <clears throat> another one that I'm looking at, like as I look at our kind of head-to-head. So... I've got Cam Akers playing tonight in the Thursday night game against New England, and he's got Robert Woods. So it'll be interesting just to see how this game goes. You know, even if even if Cam and Robert Woods come out somewhere around, you know, the same, you, you know, points wise, that that'll feel really good. But I'm kind of looking and kind of like you said, talking about the kicker, but not actually the kicker. I've got my Saints D playing against Philly, which I still feel really good about. He's got the Broncos D playing against Carolina, which I don't know how good I feel about that for him. Better I feel about mm, it for me. So yeah. who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? I feel very lucky to have made it. And now I'm just going to hope for a freaking upset and take down the number one seed. That would be absolutely fantastic. And I think the maybe the stakes for this episode is like, okay, so I am no longer in the playoffs because skin of my teeth, I'm the nine seed instead of the eight seed. I didn't make it. Whatever. With that in mind, we can collude now. Like, that is really fun. And between the two of us, for how competitive we are, I think with our two minds together now worrying about only your team, I think we can come up with a really good strategy. If we take down the number one seed, that's fucking dope. That's going to be dope. Uh, the other exciting news here is is you do have to buy me something. So this is great news. Yeah. Uh, I I would assume that you're googling that right now while we're sitting here. I'm I, I'm starting to look at something. So um, maybe <laughs> oh maybe I'll post some things on Instagram and and see what the fans think I should get. I think that is courtesy a great of idea. K- Have- courtesy of Kate. No, it's fine. It's okay. Yeah, it's fine. I'm already broke for the holidays, so why don't we just tack that right on? And- <laughs> yeah, why not? It's okay. Hey, you you bet on this. You did it. That's what we're all about, and. So with playoffs coming up, I think what everybody listening has to expect today is, as always, we have the huddle. And my God, is there some amazing huddle chatter today? Holy shit, the headlines are like ridiculous. So we have a lot to talk about in the huddle for all of you football and non-football fans alike. And then we have a ton to collude on for start em, sit em <laughs> in our start and sit em, start, um, sit, um, segment. So 
I'm ready to rock. Let's fucking huddle. All right, we're getting in the huddle, and it's a juicy one this week. Oh, we got, it is dripping with juice. We got lots dripping. of news, lots of drama, and hopefully Kate has 60 seconds on her clock for us to get right to it. I do, I do. 60 seconds are on the clock, and I am ready to fire through these absolutely fire juicy headlines. I'm just <laughs> so ready for it. This week has been filled with e-news and entertainment weekly shit for sports so this is gonna be good this is gonna be good so you count me down and i'll read the first one we're gonna get right into the juice in today's huddle in three two one juice larsa pippen ex-wife of bulls nba legend scotty pippen has been holding hands on dates with current nba player malik beasley who is also married to montagna Montana, yo. Reports say that Floyd Mayweather Jr. is fighting Logan Paul in February to avenge Nate Robinson's loss. <laughs> uh, the NBA could find itself as the first major professional North American sports league to manage widespread distribution of COVID vaccines for players and coaches. Pierre, oh God, I didn't want this one. Pierre Emerick Aubameyang was fined $10,000 for social media posts that revealed the Gabon team spent a night on the airport floor. I'm so glad you finally got that. Paul George extension adds $190 million to the Clippers to his Clippers contract. Josh Allen and Rain Wilson from The Office exchanged a set of tweets that went viral around Wilson's favorite quarterback. Des, Des Bryant was pulled off the field right before the game against the Cowboys after testing positive for COVID-19, and then he drank wine to cope. <laughs> that's a perfect way to end. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Oh, <laughs> did he really do that? Did, you did not see this? No, you added this one. I just heard that he got... I, I heard he quit the league. That's all oh I heard. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The drama. No. The drama of it all that surrounds this man. So there you know what what night was that game that was that was tuesday night so tuesday night cowboys ravens des bryant supposed to be you know he's been on the practice squad then he got pulled up to the team then he's supposed to play and it's it's a revenge game he's playing against the cowboys yeah literally he was like on the field warming up and i don't know how the nfl you know does all the testing but i guess they do it like right up till you know start time or whatever just to make sure he apparently tested positive they pulled him off the off the field during warmups. He couldn't play, and his first tweet was well. His first tweet was you know that he was he was pissed and he was gonna quit because he had yeah. COVID. And then it was like, well, forget it. I'm just gonna go drink some wine to cope. It was like a whole dramatic saga. And apparently, he didn't show up for practice this week for the Ravens. So, if this isn't like quintessential Des Bryant, I don't know what is. That is really very hilarious. I did not realize that that's what he was tweeting about. Or I just heard that he like quit. And I was like, oh, okay. I, I mean, Des Bryant, sure, whatever. I he quit don't really because care. he got COVID and, and then he drank wine. That's the moral of the story here. Uh, that sounds like uh, my memoir. So. <laughs> Uh, also, can we please sense. get in, can we please get into this ridiculous drama with Larsa Pippen because I think it's hilarious mainly because the only reason I know about this is because low key I love the Kardashians and they're all like fighting oh. with Larsa Pippen because of what she's doing and ba 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 now she's not friends with the family so this is just 
dramatic and ridiculous and pop culture-y and funny, but we can use it on this show because it relates to NBA basketball players. There's so much to say about this. Okay, (laughs) so what do you know about this topic? And then I'll input what I know about the topic because I've been salivating about talking about this for like a week. I'm so ready to talk about this. I, I, I didn't know the specifics of like, who the player was or who he was married to. I knew she was, you know, she was canoodling somewhere and people weren't happy about it. And I also know that the Kardashians are mad at her. That's that's the extent of my knowledge. Okay. Okay. So um, the extent of my knowledge is that, it, A, are they still married? Because my understanding no. is that Larsa Pippen and Scotty Pippen, Larsa Pippen, who is now Larsa Yunin, that's her, like, given name, I guess, but they had tried to dissolve their marriage multiple times. I feel like they're estranged, but possibly still together on paper. I don't know. In in either way, like they've been, this has happened multiple times with Scottie Pippen and Larsa Pippen. Yeah, you know? yeah, ongoing drama. I I don't know if they are technically married or not. She's been she's been Pippen forever, even afterwards. <laughs> so like, I don't I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so in any case, so Larsa Pippen, 19-year, either current or former or in the process of dissolving a marriage with legendary Scottie Pippen, they also have, like, this is not the first time Larsa Pippen's been with another NBA player, right? Like, this has happened multiple times. No? I don't know. Has it? I I can't tell if you're telling me. You're the one that's got more of the info. As I said, I get all of my dramatic news via the Kardashians, (laughs) and I know the girls are no longer friends, so that's, so I'm team Kardashian. I don't don't know what Lars is out there doing. I think that this has happened on multiple occasions, and just from a simple Google, it's like, oh, right, 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 right. So Larsa Pippen was dating, or whatever you want to call it, with Future, and Future had written one of his songs about Larsa Pippen, and one of the lines was calling out Scottie Pippen, saying, like, I am fucking your wife currently. Wow. Yeah. It's really very- Poor Scottie. Like, leave Scottie alone. Scottie doesn't need that. Not only leave Scotty alone, like leave Scotty's son alone, who is a twenty-year-old poor guy at Vanderbilt who's playing basketball. Like, can you imagine if your mom is on dates with Malik Barry or whatever his name is? And Beasley. this has happened so many times. Beasley, yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> okay, so we yeah. we get it. She's 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 her, and you know we we. Just jump from one NBA player to another. I don't know. Cheers to you, Larsa, I guess, if that's how you want to live your life. More importantly, most importantly, the thing we need to talk about in this huddle is the Twitter exchange between Josh Allen and Rain Wilson. Have you seen oh, it? yeah. Yeah, I have seen it. I have, and it was very funny. So Rain Wilson, a.k.a. Dwight from The Office, a.k.a. the yes. best show ever created on the planet, yes. Yes. tweeted and said, Josh Allen is my second favorite quarterback, LOL. Josh Allen responds and said, assistant favorite quarterback or assistant to your favorite quarterback? That's, That's brilliant. Funny. If you love The Office, then you know that that is brilliant and that That's went funny. viral. And I just like reading it because it makes me laugh and it's one of my favorite shows ever. Like, do we love Josh Allen now? That's a real question. I had no affinity for him one way or another. 
I think I'm starting to. I think, like, the more, you know, that I've watched the Bills play and watched him play, and now this tweet, the, the, the tweet puts him over the over the hump of, like, okay, I like you. You're cool. You're a cool, man. Well, it reminds me of when um you, not, like, when you fell in love with Kirk Cousins, but I know you love Kirk Cousins. Oh, Kirky. Love Kirky. But when, um, when he, he tweeted or was talking in an interview about how he loves, like, dungeons and dragons and i was like <laughs> i love kirk cousins now i love him now <laughs> same thing with josh allen i was like i had no affinity before before you had this twitter exchange with rain wilson but now that i know that you're a funny guy i'm in on josh allen i'm in i'm in i'm in too i'm in as well oh my god this is such a good week can we talk about one more thing this is a longer huddle than normal but i have one other thing that has just been Crazy. You did say it was like, dripping. You did say it was dripping with juice. Dripping. So just get it, just talk. Yes. Talk about whatever else you need to talk about. This is like a rare steak, and it's dripping with <laughs> a lot of oh my god <laughs> drama. Okay. <laughs> um, so we've been talking a lot about boxing. Like I cool. Fine. Kate and boxing. I are apparently big boxing fans now. Boxing's cool. I guess I, you have to pay for it, but that's fine. Um, so Logan Paul recently, like Logan Paul, the YouTube guy, I don't, I don't watch his YouTube channel. It does say he's an American YouTuber. He is. He is. That's his claim to fame. Logan Paul. And then isn't he the guy who went to, we don't have to get into it. Let's not, Um, let's not. We don't, we don't need to go deep dive on a a, a YouTubers. Nope. Definitely not. So Logan Paul, YouTuber of acclaim had fought. Nate Robinson like the Nate Robinson like winner of the slam dunk competition oh, in Nate, like 2006 little, little Nate Robinson he, he's like five six he's so cute I love Nate Robinson he's so fun so Logan Paul knocked Nate Robinson out multiple times last week in their fight right like three times lights out so that was just an absolute massacre and now Floyd Mayweather Jr. is saying that he's going to fight Logan Paul and people are saying it's to avenge Nate Robinson. Like, is this a modern day Game of Thrones? Like, what is going on right now? It must be. But like, look, if you were a basketball fan in the 90s, you love Nate Robinson. So fucking good for right. Floyd Merriweather. Get in there and kick this fucking YouTuber's ass. I I would love to see it. <laughs> I cannot. I just still can't wrap my mind around like how YouTube little P.O.S. Logan Paul knocked out Nate Robinson multiple times. Like what? Probably because Nate not Robinson is not really a boxer. But maybe this will be the first time I buy a pay per view fight. Who knows? Well, they also make a fuck ton of money. Like that is just I can't. Wrap it's a my show. Mind around. It's it's yeah. entertainment. Like hey, props to boxers. There's definitely there is a craft and a oh, speed sure. and a strength and a whatever that I cannot even fathom getting in Agreed. there. But it's a show. You're absolutely right. It's they're limited events. You know, you gotta coax some of these guys to get in the ring. Like it's it's a show. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Speaking well, anyway. of shows, I think yes. the show must go on, and we go. should get in to start and sit them. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, Michelle, and just as importantly and just as titillating as our conversation about Larsa Pippen, Scotty Pippen, Logan Paul, Floyd Mayweather Jr., beyond that, we still have to talk football, obviously, and there's so much going on, so much collusion to be had. Uh, before we get into Stardom Sit'em, though, big shout to our sponsor, Champions Round. We love you guys. 
with that in mind, we've got a big game tonight before we roll into Stardom Sidum. So it's a Thursday when we're recording this, and tonight is the Ravens. Is that Rams? The Ravens? Rams. Rams. Patriots. Sorry. I was this. thinking Rams, and I, in my, yeah, okay, I'm <laughs> opening a second beer, so here we are. Um, so, do you want to just, like, who's going to win tonight? Maybe that'll help us think about who's starting and who's sitting. I mean, like, so part of, part of me, you know, after watching the Patriots last week, they put up a ton of points. They looked mm. great. They're making a push. They're six and six. I just, do you carry that through? Like, is that carried through to tonight? Did you, like, did you go big with 45 points last night, last week, and now, like, you can't, you know, bring that back? Like, I don't know. I mean, look, the Rams' D is good, but I don't know. I'm just, I'm very torn as to who is going to, who's going to win this game tonight. I hope the real winner of the game tonight is Cam Akers from a fantasy perspective. Let's yeah, put it that way. <laughs> but that is for sure, and I think based on last week that that could definitely be the case. Um, I, I said this before we turn the mics on, and I do feel this way more generally, but I feel like the Rams are really good on primetime, you know, like a Thursday night football game, a Sunday night football game, a Monday night football game, when they kind of just fly under the radar on like a regular Saturday or a regular Sunday, I feel like they're performative, right? They do really well when there's a spotlight on them, which is so interesting, you know? Like Yeah, some do, some don't. I don't know. This is going to this this one's tough. I'm not really sure. This one's As I said, I hope the winner is Cam Akers. That that's where I'm at. So if you had to put your money on it right now, win or lose, who? Right now in my Pickums league, I have the Rams. That's what I have right now. I think that's I think that's right. That's what I have. I think that's right. Okay. All right, I like it. I like it. Um, shall we get into just rattling through our key injury report? And I can kind of read them through. Unless you want to s- stop on any of these, I'll just go right through them. No, I um, think we should just give the people what they want, an update on what's going on with injuries and COVID. Okay, so we have our dear, dear friend Danny Pennies, a.k.a. Danny Nichols, a.k.a. Danny Dimes. <laughs> who has a hamstring injury so that's just too damn bad but I don't think changes anything for anyone um Josh Jacobs notably with an ankle injury Antonio Gibson notably with a toe injury DeAndre Swift still out with illness uh Zeke he's got a calf injury maybe that's for the better (laughs) maybe that's for the better like honestly honestly Tony Pollard step up um Frank Gore, who I felt like, I mean, I watched that concussion happen. That was really scary. Ooh, and it happened like literally one minute into the game. That is That rough. was so bad. Yes, yes. So um, that's a bummer for the Jets. But anyway, Frank Gore with a concussion, concussion protocol. Um, DJ Moore with COVID and Curtis Samuel with COVID. Yeah, a couple, couple COVIDs over there on the Panthers. But we'll, uh, you know, that's unfortunate for them. However, that could be some upside for others. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay but anyway all of those injuries to say that opens up a wider lane for who to start and who to sit in week 14 and michelle since you are a playoff contender um do you want to kick us off and talk through whatever position you want to talk through it's your wanna, show okay i want to talk through wide receivers first only because we just okay. talk, we just rattled off dj moore and curtis samuel obviously some you know covid issues over there in carolina 
Um, yeah. You know, not not great for Carolina. However, the shining, you know, the shining, uh, you know, star here, silver lining. I guess you, you're you're the silver lining Both. girl. That, Both. Um, the thing to look at here is uh, is Robbie Anderson. So for for folks that have him, um, you've probably played him a fair amount this year. He's been pretty good. Um, he's actually been better than pretty good. He's been he's been great. But now when you've got oh, yeah. these these injuries um, and a a uh, what call it a matchup against the Broncos, I feel mm. Robbie Anderson just goes off this week. Um, yeah. You know, Christian McCaffrey, he's still having some issues over there. Mike Davis has definitely stepped up. Um, but I think, you know, look for, for look for Teddy Bridgewater. And uh, that's, you know, Bocce. He's just dancing in the background. Is that what you heard? Oh, no, no. It's not you. It, I just had a foghorn go off. Oh, in my you have a foghorn. So. I have a dog. You never know what the hell's going on in the background. But it's all to say <laughs> some COVID issues in Carolina. Get Robbie Anderson in your lineup. I think he's going to have a great week. He's he always gets a handful of targets, but now he is the target. So um, yeah, and and the Broncos, you know, not so great. Yeah. Well, speaking of the target, I can speak to this from personal experience, and in fact, I will open a second beer for this because Jesus H. Put that, Christ, put that in front of the mic. There you go. Nicely done. Ah, ASMR. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's all over my computer screen. <laughs> God damn it. That's, that's about right for Kate. <laughs> uh, how how it has been, how it's going. Oh, yeah. man. That's pretty Kate. Um, uh, with that in mind, so second beer is open because I got vanquished in fantasy because I sat Corey Davis. Corey Davis had a, a hell of a week. The Titans really didn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that was a rough a game. game. It was not a fun game to watch. Uh, it was just bad. But Corey Davis had a hell of a game. So I, I think he's like number one right now on the waivers for who to pick up or or most. I'm pretty pissed that I dropped up. I dropped him a few weeks. I dropped him. You I picked, picked him up. up. I Well, you should play him when you pick him up. So, <laughs> you know, in the last three weeks, you know, well, last week he finally found the end zone, which is, you know, is the uh, cherry on top. But the two yeah. games before that, you know, he was 113 yards, then 70 yards, three for three. Last week, 12 targets, 11 receptions. The guy is not missing the ball. It's he awesome. went for 182. Uh, and they play Jacksonville this week. We've been waiting for it. So the only thing that I always caution against is, like, um, just interdivisional play. I feel like Jacksonville is always difficult, as is Indy. But anyway, that's just no way. Ja- no way Jacksonville is as difficult as Indy, though. No, no way. Right. No way. Um, so that's a really, I mean, I'm, I, I'm sorry, Corey, like he's my guy, but I am really excited to see him and Tannehill connecting because that has been a long time coming and they have not really done it with AJ Brown out there. I think it's also because Adam Humphreys isn't really delivering, but that's for a different positional topic. Hey, it's so. true. And John o. Smith is out. You know what I mean? So and you got it. Like when you look at 12 targets and 11 catches, you know, yeah. Tannehill trusts you. You're you're literally even the game before, mm-hmm. like I said, he didn't get in the end zone and he didn't break 100 yards, but he was three for three and he had 70 yards. He's catching the ball when it's coming to him. Like that means a lot to a quarterback, obviously. No, yeah, I'm I'm with you, and I feel like we've had a lot of those like Corey Davis resurgence. Cole Beasley is another one. I so enjoyed watching the Bills okay. game. I'm okay. sorry for you Ugh. and Stephon Diggs, but I can't, I like every okay. Props to Cole Beasley. Fine. Okay. You're doing great. We love. Okay. Fine. He but looked you know, good. He looked good. Okay. 
But you know what pisses me off? Then <laughs> Stefan Diggs doesn't get the points, and I have Stefan Diggs. So that. my hope for this week, look, they have a touch they have a tough matchup against Pittsburgh, generally speaking. But the better Cole Beasley looks, hopefully that means the more people guard him so that Stefan Diggs can get those points, because I need him this week. I hope that for you. I Thank really you. do. I mean, listen, it's like a one-week thing. Cole Beasley has not looked good all season. So I feel like that's a – if we're going flash in the pan, I feel like that's a Cole Beasley. Sorry, I'm with bud. you. Um, but Corey Davis, definitely a start for next week. Also, double sorry, bud, for sitting you. Um, yeah. One Can other we... hot take. Go ahead. One little one. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, just as a kind of propping ourselves up for last week's episode, Kiki Cootie. Had a great week. He did have a great week. And you know what? He could look to repeat it again this week. Again, you need a quarterback that's going to trust you. We talked a lot about Brandon Cooks last week with the Will Fuller 5 being out. And Brandon Cooks just didn't deliver the way that everybody thought he was going to deliver. And Kiki Kuti did. Deshaun needs to trust somebody. You you know what I mean? He can't. He does. But he can't always just carry the team and run the ball in. Like, he needs to trust people. And Brandon Cooks... Still a good prospect, but yes. not as good as people thought last week. I I, I like that Kiki, uh, that call out from last week. He finally stepped up. I was very excited about that to see he actually did it. But also there was some ridiculous stat about Deshaun Watson having 50% of his receivers available. So Kiki Cootie picks up the other 50%. That's amazing. Yeah. There you go. Plus we like saying uh, Kiki Cootie. Why not? We like Kiki Cootie. <laughs> I love him. Uh, one more wide receiver to talk about, and everybody probably already is very familiar with this name, but we haven't talked about him a lot on the show, is uh, Justin Jefferson on the Vikings. Mm. This kid is unbelievable. He's a rookie. He's having a crazy season. In the last three games, he has four touchdowns. Uh, he's got one, two, three, four, five games with 100 or more yard uh, yards receiving. He clearly is another favorite of uh, of Kirky. You know, you've got Adam Thielen over there as well. So, I mean, I think that I think that Justin Jefferson is going to break some some rookie records this year with his performance. And look, he slid into what Stefan Diggs's role used to be over there, and he's and he's done it flawlessly. Mm-hmm. So, um, the 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 Vikings have been on a tear. I'm looking at Thielen's numbers now. So I just said that. Jefferson has four touchdowns in the last three games. Thielen has five. So the Vikings are hot, and these two guys are reaping yeah. the benefits of it. It doesn't also hurt when your run game's spectacular. So, you know, that they're, they're just – Justin Jefferson, we haven't talked enough about him on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure he's rostered pretty much everywhere, and that sort of slowly started to happen. But um, he is an awesome, awesome guy to have in your, uh, in your lineup this week. Well, I feel glad that we've talked about like folks who are already rostered and also like a la Kiki Cootie, who is rostered in 13% of leagues and started in 4%, if not yeah. 3%. I mean, there's folks available. The only other, I mean, I kind of want to call out Jamison Crowder because he had a great game for the Jets. That being said, they're playing the Seahawks, also a horrible defense. It could be like a great last ditch effort if he is not. Hey, the Jets uh, didn't look too bad last week. They didn't pull it out, but no. they didn't look too bad. No, they didn't. They didn't. But should we, um, should we talk QBs? Because I got your boy yeah. Tanny. I got your boy Tanny in here, which we started talking about. But I, I definitely have him as a as a as a great start this week. Yeah, I want to hear what your take is because I I have my own. But first, shower me with Titans compliments. I look forward to it. Uh, you love Titans compliments. I don't know. <laughs> I just I mean, look the guy. The guy has been like he's got an amazing matchup this week against Jacksonville, who is thirtieth. Mm. 
30th in the league against quarterbacks. So just just that alone, you know, makes it makes it a great week for him. But, you know, on yeah. top of it, look, the guy's been doing well. He's 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 rushing. He's almost at 3000 uh, passing yards. He's got 28 INT, uh, 28 TDs to five INTs. So it's a great, you know, it's a great ratio. And look, I, I just, you know, they got to they got to get on their horse right now. Those Titans. No, you're right. And he, um, I think he's just, I think people have kind of like benched him. He's probably in like a QB2 in a lot he's of places. Pr- yeah, he probably is. He's probably your backup. I mean, depending on your league, most leagues yeah, are one one quarterback, right? Some some leagues you have two. But for the most part, yeah, he's probably been riding your bench other than bye weeks or injuries or mm-hmm. something, I would think. Yeah, for sure. I think he's a start this week if he's in your QB2, so I'm with you there. And also, I'm I'm also curious about your boy, Deshaun Watson. Like, where is he on your radar in terms of start, sit? Like, what's what's going on there? I mean, you can't you can't get look, we say this all the time. I don't have a crystal ball, but also don't get cute. Like, you're not <laughs> benching you're not benching Deshaun Watson for any reason. You know, like you're just not. You know what I mean? He didn't have you're a huge not. week last week against you know, Indianapolis, they do have a bit of a tough matchup against Chicago, but you're not Mm -hmm. benching him. You know what I mean? The guy's got like seven games with 300 plus passing yards. So, you know, they're struggling a little bit without Will Fuller. You do need Brandon Cooks to step up. You do need some of these other guys to, you know, step up. He can't, he can't do it all by himself. You know, he could throw so many, throw so many yards, but you got to get in the end zone. So look, Mm. you can't, you can't get cute. You got to get him in there. He he has to play. Don't get cute. Although I do have a recommendation that might be a little bit cute, but I actually feel so much better about this than I did okay. with Carson Wentz. Hit me. Jalen Hurts, starting for the Eagles. How do you how do you feel about that? I feel good about it. I feel really good about it. And that's like kind of my sleeper, I guess. He's rostered in five percent of leagues. He has started in less than a percent. Like zero people are starting Jalen Hurts. I feel really good about it because this fucking Eagles team needs a spark plug and a restart because Carson Wentz looks horrible. I agree. I agree with everything you're saying. However, they're playing the Saints this week who have been crushing it defensively, and I just don't know. That might just be a little too cute if you're in your first round of playoffs or if you're trying to get in the playoffs. It might just be a little bit too cute. It might be. But perhaps if you're like me and you are the number one consolation spot and you want to take a fun (laughs) little risk and you want to get really cute, I don't think it's a bad one, but I hear you with the Saints and I hear you with the the risk that it is. He hasn't played at all. The Saints haven't allowed more than like 25 or 20 points in the last five games. So again, they they had some pretty good matchups, right? Like Atlanta, Denver, I I get it. But I wouldn't put Philly, especially the way they've been playing, much higher than any of those teams anyway. They're they're much lower, frankly. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I, I like Jalen Hurts. I hear where your head's at. I just think if, like I said, if you're on the cusp of playoffs or you're in your first round, that might be playing it a little too cute. Don't get super cute. But if you do need <laughs> something for some reason or you're having a fun constellation round, go for it. Um, is there anyone like kind of sitting pretty in the middle that you want to call out? Like any any other quarterbacks, anyone else you want to spotlight? I mean, like, I mean, look, there's, you know, there's certain guys, you know, you're just going to start. Uh, I think 
Um, Philip Rivers is an interesting one to look at. Again, I think pro- he he's probably, look, he's definitely rostered in the majority of leagues, um, but he may also be your QB2, depending on, you know, what if you got Mahomes or someone else, whatever, right? He may be your QB2, but he has mm-hmm. been having a very consistent season. Um, they play the Raiders this week. It's a good matchup. So, yeah. you know, I, I think you keep your eye on um, on Rivers, you know, and he also likes to play in these uh you know in these games as they get a little closer down the down the line does. when they matter he's he's you know they're 8 and 4 um he's good at these situations where they need to step up he, he's got that uh that experience well i feel like i talked a lot of shit about philip rivers earlier this year because uh exactly that like he Oh, the guy has like seven or eight biological children that right? has nothing to do with him playing football it does because he can manage a team. That's what makes wow. him a good quarterback through and through. Can we slow? Can you? Can you just hold on for a sec so we can slow clap that? That was. I like where that came in there. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I was you. like, Kate, you can't just talk about his kids and make that like. No. Uh, but I see where your head's at. I see where you no. went. I, I liked it. I liked it. No, I I feel like he can manage a team as an older quarterback. All things considered, he is he's he's been in the league he gets it he's experienced he knows how to manage a team he he has a family team he also knows how to manage a band of brothers on the field like <laughs> whatever has, i'm gonna be done kate, with this kate has turned the corner everyone and she loves philip rivers now <laughs> and and now i do and that being said i think we should talk about some uh some running backs here so we, we talked a little bit about Cam Akers. I've been talking about him because I, I know. have him. I was like, he's, do you want to air that out? or? I mean, look, he's on the upward Look, he's on the upward swing. Uh, I, I have him in my lineup for the game uh, tonight against New England. I think it's a good matchup for him, for them. He's got double-digit fantasy points and touchdowns in the last two weeks. I'm going to pray that that continues, um, but I think it will, and, and they'll keep him, you know, kind of moving over there. So uh, by the time you all are listening to this, that game has already happened. Hopefully yeah. you are sending me love that he did great. Um, <laughs> a couple other ones to talk about. So we mentioned um, Antonio Gibson uh, out with the toe injury for Washington. Uh, so take a look at J.D. McKissick uh, if he's available on your waivers. He's, he's looked pretty good all season. There's been a couple other times where Gibson has been out and McKissick has stepped up. Um, and so I think, you know, he uh, if he's out there on your waiver wire, lucky you, go pick him up. Um, if you have him, get him in your lineup because I think, again, I think Washington's been looking fairly decent. Um, and even though Gibson is, you know, their, their main back there, uh, McKissick has definitely been picking up the slack. Totally, totally. Um, I'm wondering if also I, I'm sitting here while we're talking and looking at like who to pick up in the event that you really need someone to pick up. Um, very different, obviously, than a Cam Akers or a J.D. McKissick who have always like kind of been there. But someone who I feel like has not been there because of Frank Gore, but Frank Gore, who now is in concussion protocol, is Ty Johnson on the Jets. Uh, th- referring to a Jets running back at this point, I think is a really it's a pretty good call but also again like I feel like I'm sitting in the um similar to Jalen Hurts like in the zone of like if you need someone right right maybe right. look at Ty Johnson maybe but also like to your point Michelle if you're on the cusp not a good time to be too cute about it not but anyway cute. just someone I wanted to call out because potentially 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 and the other potentially but you know again 
not a very Potential. household, a very yeah. household familiar name, Adrian Peterson. You know, with DeAndre Swift out again, they have Carry On Johnson, but he has not stepped up. You know, when uh, when there's been injuries no, ahead of he him, has not. So you know, again, could be one of those situations. You're stuck. You maybe you have DeAndre Swift, and now you're you know going for that playoff crunch. AP could be a good pickup for you. No, I mean I was shocked. I was watching this game like I always watch at the same place every week and we have wings and beer and it's the same thing every time. They should probably sponsor us. Can you get that figured out? I am on it and I, well, we'll talk about it off the mic. Okay, yes. (laughs) (laughs) But I was like shocked to see Adrian Peterson actually looking quite good with DeAndre Swift gone. And also... They had like a very nice little, um, you know how they do like those mini biopics about players in the middle of the game and they're like, oh, so Adrian Peterson for Thanksgiving, he went to this X, Y, and Z place and did X, Y, and Z for charity. The guy is a good guy. So for the number of yards that he was running in this past game, this past weekend, and the number of touchdowns and yards that he had combined, he was donating or something to that effect where he was putting forward um, what he actually did on the field and donating donating that to a good cause. So, oh, we love that. We love I, that. I love me and Adrian Peterson. That's... And he also broke some records. I think he's 40 years old and he was like the most touches or something for someone who's 35 plus so good on adrian peterson but I like also it. a little tenuous yeah yeah well you know if you need him you need him uh speaking of needing some someone <laughs> man tight ends i feel like i've been going Holy. through tight ends like a freaking pair of socks like i'm i don't i can't like find it's like we've said throughout the season if you don't have one of the old reliables the kelsey's yeah. the wallers if you don't have one of these guys it's it's sort of a, a, a wheel of fortune of you know who's gonna have a good week uh, it's it's definitely been tough. Um, I uh, I'm rolling with Dalton Schultz this week. Um, yeah. He seems to be a, a pretty good target um, for Andy Dalton. And fun fact, let me get let me get my fun fact right because I read this earlier. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that the Bengals um, have let up the most uh, pass targets to Probably. tight ends this season. So. Again, if you're playing the matchup, you know, maybe maybe you're not loving how the Cowboys are looking or Dalton or whatever. Um, but when you look at the the when you look at the um when you look at the matchup there, Dalton Schultz, again, if you're if if you don't have one of the top three, top four guys, could be a good play this week. Well listen, if we're uh talking if we're using the sock reference, right? <laughs> I feel like I've been wearing the same socks for Ted Weeks. <laughs> I was wearing my stinky ass Mark Andrew socks (laughs) and I couldn't take them off you know like I couldn't take these socks off they were just again dripping with with like good juju I'm not taking my Mark Andrew socks off Mark Andrew my socks get COVID right I I was gonna say Mark Andrew took took those socks off for you no, I took my socks off because they were riddled with COVID. And and now it's like when you don't have your go-to socks and you put on a different pair of socks and they just don't work for your feet. No, you just you don't know? even feel like yourself. You just don't. No, you need those socks. You're, you need the right socks. And so <laughs> the wrong socks are Hayden Hurst. I will own up to that immediately. We've already point, said Hayden, Hayden Hurst is the wrong socks all the time. He is you're always dead. the wrong socks. However, I thought the wrong socks were uh, Jordan Reed. I had him earlier this season. He's made a glass. You know, he was oh, out did you after just, like week did three Did you or drop four. him? 
like week four. Oh, I'm trying. We're... I'm trying to get him right now. Yeah, he's available. Maybe I'll just you know slide in. Don't there be and try an asshole. You're no. Don't be an asshole. You're in the fucking consolation. <laughs> don't be. Don't... You said that we were working together here. Yeah, so don't. Help we're a girl colluding. out here. Don't do that. On the record. On the record, we're colluding. Um, Jordan Reed I dropped because he felt like the wrong pair of socks early on. That was the <laughs> correct call because Mark Andrews was the right pair of socks. And now we're back to square one. He looked good for the 49ers for what it was worth, right? Yes. I'm not mad at him. Look, he got in the end zone last week. M- Nick Mullins, say what you want. He's Washington doing, this week. He's doing pretty good. You know, like... Look, they do have a fair amount of targets there. It's just who's going to, you know, remain the most consistent. So who knows? Maybe it's Jordan. Maybe it is Jordan. You know what's really crazy, though, is that we're talking about Jordan Reed and the 49ers. And I'm honestly thinking about what a good game it'll be for week 14 against the Washington football team. It's going to be a good Logan game. And Logan Thomas, you know, like. Well, that's another thing. So we were just saying this, but like Washington is, you know, Alex Smith props to that man for getting back on the field. Um, you know, he's, he's obviously got ter- Terry McLaurin, who's, you know, a big target for them. But again, when we talk about trust last week against Pittsburgh, Logan Thomas was nine for nine with 98 yards and a touchdown. The week before that, he was four for four with a touchdown. Like, Alex Smith is targeting him, and he's catching it. So his targets are just going up because he's catching the ball. And I, you know, that that's what you're looking at. That's what you're looking yeah. for, especially for you know fantasy. And you know, frankly, they're playing the 49ers. I think it's going to be a good team, but neither team is great. So hopefully, mm-hmm. there's some good offense going on there. Well, the the moral of this tight end story being, if you need a new pair of socks. There they are. You can get uh you can get a new pair of socks in Jordan Reed and in Logan Thomas. All right. Of course. To round us out in our Last favorite part of Stardom Sidum. You gotta stream a D. Stream that D. I've got a good one. Can I start there? Yes. I just feel like anyone against the Broncos. Anyone. And so this week it's the Panthers. We talked about yeah. it earlier in the show, but realistically the Broncos are really fucked if you're asking your coach to be your quarterback. <laughs> so uh, I feel like you can't really go wrong with the Panthers this week. What do you think? I, I, I think that's an interesting one. I, I like, um, I mean, I like where your head's at. It makes total sense. You know, offensively, they haven't looked great. Um, so I like that. And I think, you know, Teddy Bridgewater to Robbie Anderson is going to happen all day. So I, I look forward to that. Um, I like the Saints against Philly. Like I said, I know, you know, that you got Jalen Hurts there, but I just, I like the Saints D. They've been crushing it lately. They've been really keeping the points low. They've been putting a lot of pressure on the quarterback. So um, I get it. Jalen Hurts can run around. That will help. Um, It was a better matchup, you know, if it's uh, it's Carson Wentz. But I still like the Saints. Um, And, uh, yeah, that's, that's my streaming. You could always, hey, we've talked about the Seahawks, and I know I know we've talked a lot about the Seahawks D not necessarily being as high and mighty as they normally are. They don't have their twelfth man since they don't have any uh, anyone you know yeah. in the stands over there, and they talk about it all the time. But they yeah. do play the they do play the Jets this week. So if you've been if you've been a little uh, bummed with your Seahawks D performance, uh, they do play the Jets this week. So that that could be a big help for you. Well, I really like that idea, Michelle, and this has been a very fun. Uh, collusion session. Um, word of the day. On, the I word of the day is collusion. The, collusion. <laughs> C-O-L-L-U-S-I-O-N. 
N. Wow. You want to know something? I definitely would have spelled that wrong. And I started I started putting it up into Google right? as you were saying it. Yeah. For, the, for those that didn't know, the definition is secret or illegal cooperation or conspiracy. So that's basically what Kate and I are doing now. That's what we're doing. Live on the air. <laughs> the in sentence, if this were like a spelling bee and they're like, to use collusion in a sentence, it would be on Google. Quote, the armed forces were working in collusion with drug traffickers. So... <laughs> I feel like our offense is a little lower. Kate and Michelle are in collusion to win their fantasy league. I think it's a little, we're a little uh, safer, I think. Feels a little harsh for what we're doing, but you know, it's been another great week. Thank you if you've made it this far for tuning in. If you love us, you know where to find us. Apple Music, give us five stars. Apple Music? Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Apple. The Apple Music and Podcast Suite. (laughs) (laughs) Give us five stars on there if you're feeling like it. Otherwise, thank you for tuning in. Subscribe wherever you listen. And Michelle, as much as I hate to say that you are the winner, congratulations this week. And I look forward to colluding with you through January. Bless you.